0: Lectio Divina is a contemplative reading of the scriptures intended to help us grow deeper in relationship with God in the way that God is revealing God's own self through the scriptures. One of the ways we read the scriptures is by joining in this practice that has been stewarded by the monastic tradition since the third century. Lectio Divina historically has four parts or movements as we make our way through a passage of scripture. Lectio, Meditatio, oratio contemplatio. Or in English, reading, reflecting, responding, and receiving. To these four traditional movements, we add a space to get ready on the front side and some time to review on the back side. For more resources and an overview of Lectio Divina, please visit us on our website at theAbbottColumbusChurch.
1: We begin with Invocatio, which is a time to clear a space for a meaningful and transformative conversation with God through the scripture. Among monastic practitioners, this is often a simple prayer, partly because their whole life was organized to facilitate conversations with God. Yet for many of us, it's often an exceptional moment in a day that's organized around work, family, Church, friends, and other things. I see in Boccaccio as a perfect space to personalize Lexio Divina in a way that best helps you become attentive to the Spirit's presence and prepare to respond to His revelation and invitation. In your private practice of Lexio Divina, be creative, experiment, utilize your knowledge of scripture, song, prayers, and poetry along with your imagination. So, let's begin. I'm going to assume that you're in a physical space with minimal distractions. So now let's take a moment to be quiet and notice any thoughts or concerns that might distract you. Sometimes I offer those potential distractions to the Lord by turning them into a litany. For example... Lord, I give you the war in Ukraine. Deliver them, O Lord. I give you our Afghan refugee family. Show them mercy, O God. I give you Donna's recovery from surgery. Heal her, O Lord. I'd like you to take a few moments right now and to offer your potential distractions in the form of a litany prayer. Now we want to ask the Lord to reveal himself and to speak and to move in us as we engage the scripture. In the vineyard, I think we would be hard-pressed to identify vineyard, quote, set prayers. I found, however, that many of the worship songs are really amazing prayers. So today, I want us to welcome the Lord with the song, Breath of God. Now, in my own personal practice, I would sing this. But today, we'll recite it together for our prayer. So, pray with me now. Breathe on me, breath of God. My spirit yearns for you. Hide me in your fathering arms. Fill up my longing soul. Flood over me like a river, my God. Immerse me in your living stream, awaken the song that you placed in my heart. Spirit, breathe on me. Spirit, breathe on me. Breathe on me, breath of God. Burn bright eternal fire. Father, draw me near to your heart. You are my one desire. Now let's express our specific desires for this time in prayer. And pray with me. Spirit, breathe on my senses that I may know what you're revealing in the scripture. Breathe on my mind that I might understand what it means for my life. Breathe on my heart that I would desire whatever you reveal, and breathe on me, that your gift would take root in the very soul of my being. Amen. Now we're at Lexio, and we're ready to read. I'm going to read a combination from Ezekiel 37:7 through 10, and John 20, part of verse 19 to 22. I'm reading in the New Revised Standard Version. Ezekiel 37 So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet, A vast multitude. Now from John 20. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them, and he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Having read the scripture we're now going to meditate upon the Scripture. Essentially, meditatio is our wrestling with the significance or the implications of the text for our life. In the Easter Sunday sermon at the Abbey, our attention was drawn to Jesus in a post-resurrection encounter where he breathed on the disciples so they would receive the Spirit. I think it's important that we remember that the personal implications of the resurrection are made possible by the gift of the Spirit. You might remember in creation, the lifeless, lifeless form of the first human came alive only after God breathed his breath into him. And so it's the breath of Jesus now that imparts the Spirit, by which we are born anew, made alive with Christ in God, and the life-giving powers of the resurrection are now able to take effect in our lives. I want us to consider two questions in light of this. First question. In light of what we read from Jesus and Ezekiel, where have you recently Seen the spirit breathing new life into you? Or another way I could ask is, where do you see yourself coming alive? Just to give you an example, I've always been strong in experiencing anger over injustice, but not so much in compassion. I've often told people I'm not a compassionate person, but I do experience what I call, quote, episodic compassion. Yet recently, I've been consistently moved with compassion for Jesus and for others. I'm actually beginning to think that compassion is becoming characteristic of who I am. So right now, let's take a few moments. Where is the Spirit breathing new life into you? Or where are you coming alive as a person in Christ? Let's do that now. I want to ask another question for you to reflect on. So where do you think Jesus is wanting to breathe new life into you? Or another way I can ask this, what is something that has become dormant or died within you that you want God to bring back to life? Let's consider that right now. Now that we've reflected on the scripture and its implication for our lives, we are at Oratio where we are responding in prayer. Because see, prayer is the natural next movement where we ask God to give us the very thing that he desires for us or that we desire from him. And I want to say just don't hold back. Tell him in honest language what you desire from him or what you need from him. Your prayer might take the form of thanksgiving for the new life you see, or it might be an expression of what you need him to breathe now into your life. Let's take a little time to pray. this next movement contemplatio essentially it helps us identify God's movement in responding to our prayer or our desire it really is a space to receive it's a point of impartation sometimes it happens after we have prayed expressed our desire sometimes at other points Along the process of Lexio Divina, I see it as a place to experience forgiveness, to experience the gift of the Spirit, or to receive grace, or healing, or empowerment. So at this moment, what is God saying to you, or what do you sense that he's offering to you? Hear it, embrace it, and then maybe thank him for it. Let's do that now. we conclude our time with operatio where essentially we acknowledge that the aim of Lectio Divina, our reflection on Scripture, is a transformed relationship and a transformed life with God. It's a way for us to resolve, to live out what God is working in us. To consider how might What you've received and heard change things for you going forward. So take a few moments and tell God how you might lean into his invitation or the empowering that you're experiencing. As we come to the end of our time, I just want to suggest again that if you have a notebook or a journal, take a few minutes on your own to write down what seems important to you from this time with the Lord and the Scripture. And ask yourself, is there anything I can share from this experience with others? Or is there something that others can help me with or pray with me about? I'm going to Close our time in prayer. Lord, thank you for the gift of the resurrection of Jesus and of the Holy Spirit which you have given to us. I pray, breathe on us. And in turn, Lord, May we be a breath of fresh spirit air for others. Amen.